So hey, what's going on, people? It is Tuesday night, my favorite night of the week. I cannot front, and I think you guys know why. It's because you are back with another episode of Brothers from the 818. I don't do this by myself. You know who's in the house. Caleb, what's going on with you? 91331. What's um, up, Dave? How you doing, brother? Man, I am I am maintaining and striving at the same time and thriving. So I got I got nothing to complain about. It's a busy day, but they're all busy. What about yourself? Hey man, um I'm trying to catch up, man. I took to, I took a vacation and like I hate taking a vacation from work because when I get back, all the work that I would have done while I was working just piles up. No one's gonna do it for me. And so I feel like I've been uh, just kind of chasing my, myself for the last two weeks. But uh, you know, I'm blessed, man. I'm blessed to have I'm blessed to have employment. I'm blessed to to um, be healthy, right? And so, um, you know, I have no complaints. I got you there. Um, hey, I don't know if you know, but I'm 50 now, so I'm older than you for the, uh, for a period of 361 days. Um, I just want you to know that one, you need to respect your elders, uh, continuing on for at least the next, uh, let's call it 50 episodes. Can I, can we, I'll try, I'll try my best. (laughs) Fair enough. But Hey, I want to send a shout out, uh, to you and, and to, uh, you know, anyone else, uh, who may have been at the party party was off the hook, man. I had a great time. And, um, you know, I've never done a nine hour party before, but, you know, we started it and ended it. Um, the food was banging. Um, people want to hire my caterer. The music was banging. People want to hire my KJ. Um, uh, getting compliments. Me and my girl were outed finally. You know, it's, um, it's just, it was a win-win all day. And since then, I've been waking up with a new creek every day. I'm like, is this what 50s is going to feel like? So. I'm just warning you, man. I've never been more sore than uh, the last few days. I don't know what it is. Yeah, you're 50. Yeah, you're old. Yeah, there it is. There it <laughs> Get is. used to it, brother. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, the party was incredible, man. Um, I had a great time uh, just celebrating. I feel like for the most part, we did a, a, a good job of being um, socially socially uh, conscious about uh, the pandemic and, and, uh, and distancing ourselves from... Um, each other. Um, the drinks were incredible. The food was incredible. The company, everybody, everything, man. Uh, great way to celebrate uh, your 50th uh, with uh, COVID-19 uh, looking you down, down, down your throat, man. So, yeah. For real. And one thing I just want to throw a shout out to, um, uh, to the uh, police department who came and tried to shut down my party. I feel like that's a compliment, man. At 50 right. years old, I could still throw a party worthy of being shut down. So, so I'm gonna take that as a as a sign of uh, you still got it. So that's a neighborhood though, but it ain't gonna go there. Hey, we are gonna take it. I, I, you notice I just said police department. We're not going to so. talk about which one <laughs> and that like that. I know some of them people, and I'm just gonna leave it at that. Right. But um, hey, we got some special guests today. I know uh, we we try to jump in with some uh, current topics and so forth, but I have a feeling this episode uh, could run a little bit. So I kind of want to jump right into it. You good with that? Let's do it, man. I'm excited. All right. So um, we got uh, uh, two lovely ladies that are uh, similar to us. Uh, we've been best friends now for, you know, we've completed our 37th year. So we're uh, into our 38th year of, of friendship. Uh, they don't quite have the distance uh, that we've gone, but they definitely have the love. They got the heart. They got the dedication. 
and and um, just uh, two ladies that you know do it together and make it happen. And they have a you know I don't want to spoil it. Um, hey, you you ladies, y'all out there? Can you hear me? Hey, what's going on? Hey, how you guys doing, brothers from the eight one eight? There you go. Nine one three three one. I'm a sister from the two o nine. I'm nine five three four eight. I'm Long Beach, California. <laughs> in the house, yes. We all from California. We all Cali. We all Cali kids, which is good. Which is good. So you know, before we get started, shout out to David and his birthday. I was in the house. It was amazing. You had great guests, great conversations. I love what you did. And part of all the sleep for a little because that what had happened was it was just <laughs> it's okay. But um, uh, we had a really really good time, and mm -hmm. I'm glad I was there to help celebrate. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're going to introduce each other in just a few minutes, but I just wanted to say thank you and shout out to your birthday. Happy birthday. Happy 50th birthday. Happy birthday. Big five. Oh, you were well. I'm owning all of this grace. So it's just the way it is. So wisdom. wisdom. Before we get started, I want to kind of introduce Elon and I. We are both uh, part of a, a, what, a duo. A duo. Um, both of our last names are Brown. For now, we'll talk about that later. Anyways, both of our both of our last names are Brown, and so we have this. Uh, we have a YouTube channel. We have, um, um, you know, a lot of um, social media that 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 describes who we are. We are Dem D E M, which kind of derives from the word them, them Brown girls, and so right. um, that's who we are. We actually have launched. We launched three years ago. We are relaunching again, really, really soon. But we just wanted to come in here and hang out with you guys. We've heard, I've heard great things about um, the brothers from the A18, and I kind of want to be in the, in the, you know, in the, in the mix. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Before, before um, Alana, before you speak, Caleb, um, man, we, this is episode 19 for us. Um, I think we should pull over and get in the back, dude. And uh, I mean, they already, the brown girls, they said they got three years on us, man. They got some wisdom. Let's let them do their thing, and and let's let's flip the script a little bit. Let's let's this is let's this do it. Dem like Brown it. Girls podcast hosted by brothers from the eight one eight one nine. I love it. I love it. We good with that. We good with that. Thank you. You should use your wine bottle as your microphone. So I want to introduce my host, which is my co-host, which is elana brown she is my best friend we've been best friends for a, more than 11 years no it has not been 37 or 39 or however many y'all just said Long time. Uh, she she is one of the most inspirational persons that i've ever met and am I, able to, am, am I able to be open you keep it real and raw do you think i'm gonna need you to yeah i need to be able to hear you but go ahead and she is david Boo say. Oh. David, raise your hand. Raise your hand. Raise your hand. Raise your hand. Ow. Are we doing that? Okay, you know, I'm walking it. They, they make the cutest couple. <laughs> and just this weekend, even though many people knew about it, but some people didn't know. And so he introduced everyone, his friends who came around for his birthday as his girl. And I was just so proud. I actually woke up right at that part. Because again, it, it was. It was liquor. It wasn't. I, I had to do it. It wasn't boring. I was just drunk. Anyway, so 
we're, uh, I'm just happy to introduce <laughs> my best friend of 11 years, Ilana Brown. Oh, hey, boo. So, oh, you want me to get my microphone now? All right, so me as the second half of Dem Brown Girls, my name is Ilana, and Tonya just introduced me. Tonya, my BFF, she said yes for 11, I believe that's right, 11 years, maybe going on 12. Um, amazing story of how we became best friends. Honestly, just a prayer answered in a season where I wanted like-minded women to be in my life, women that were on my level spiritually, mentally, or above, and she just perfectly fit that puzzle piece that I had that was looking for something like that. And so she is an answered prayer. She is my confidant. Uh, you know, she's a little bossy, but you know, I take all of that. She's hella funny. Um, you know, just very generous, very giving of her time and her talent. She has extremely blessed hands, can cook like no other. I think y'all can vouch for that, right? Brothers from 818, right? Yeah. <laughs> Yes. She can cook like no other. But yeah, she's just she's just an amazing talent. Amazing talent. There's so many things that she can do. And I really believe that whatever she puts her mind to, she can absolutely do it. So my life is better because you're in it, boo. Thank you, my love. I think we should <laughs> ask them some questions tonight. What you think? Yeah, well, you know, they gave us control. They gave us total reign. And so, you know, what's always on the minds of women, you know, even in this COVID season and all of that, we always want to know, you know, what are brothers thinking? You know what I mean? What's, yeah. what's going through their minds? You know, what are some things that they can offer as life advice? You know, what experiences in their life can they, you know, tell us about that maybe somebody from this podcast can learn from and just some funny life moments. You know, we're still celebrating, you know, Davis 50th, you know, he plays yeah. on celebrating all year long. And so this is just an ongoing continuation of us celebrating black men right and so we're celebrating today we're going to celebrate the brothers from the 818 we're just going to ask you guys questions it's going to span over life love and all of the stuff in between you know as women we want to know about love so we everything everything we're going to ask you that because but men are from Mars and women are from Venus, right? So we we, we want to pick your brains a little bit. So we are excited. You know, we just want you guys to be open and honest, which I don't think you have a problem with doing. So just be open and honest. And Depends. if you want to plead the fifth on any, if you want to plead the fifth on any question. Let me just, let me just check on my, my, my man here. Caleb, you look a little wet in the forehead. You all right, brother? You going to be okay? You're sweating. What's up, Caleb? <laughs> hey, man, you know I'm chill, man. Um, okay. I'm just listening to the energy. I always tell you that you come in with a lot of energy. These ladies came in with a lot of energy. And it, <laughs> it makes me nervous because I feel like it's, nervous. it's I feel like it's a setup, right? No, I don't know not. what they're going to ask. I got not a lot of skeletons out there. I'm, I don't say no if my skeletons are in my closet, but I got a lot of skeletons out there, and I and I've kind of walked away from them, right? And so Caleb, let's Caleb. see where this goes. Let's see where it goes. Caleb, Caleb is the room padded? <laughs> I just want to know, is the room padded? No, it's not. <laughs> we're not going to get you in trouble, Caleb. We promise. We're not, no, we're not, gonna we're not here to get you in trouble. I only have one disclaimer. And I'm broke. Yes, so go yes. ahead. Here's my disclaimer. My girlfriend's going to watch this. <laughs> so, uh -huh. I just need you to know I'm not really trying to get in trouble for some stuff that... that you that, won't get in trouble for your past. Oh, you're not getting in trouble. You're okay. not getting in trouble. Don't worry. Don't worry. And let me, let me make this one the last thing. The reason why David is sore is because of... 
Ilana. Okay, you guys ready? You guys ready? You guys ready? We are ready. Okay. All right, take it away, Boo. All right, first question. Um, I want to. I'm going to do the specific. Kayla, what was one of your best drop the mic moments? Like. Whether you felt like you said something great, whether you felt like you did something great, what was one of your best drop the mic moments? Like, think, yeah, ten seconds. I got it. I got it. Um, oh, um, I was in Jamaica in two thousand uh, nine, and um, I was there with a lady. We were both single, or I thought we were single, right? And uh, oh. We had a great time. We had a great time after spending like five days sipping the rum punch and stuff. And we were at the airport and she was going one way and I was going another way. And uh, I was kind of digging her. So I told her, I said, um, put whoever's in your life on notice that I'm now here. I like it. And I'll do the same. Confident. And, um, and I feel like that's the drop the mic, uh, that's the drop the mic moment. Yeah. That's most definitely was, a drop of the mic. Permission at that time. I was I was directing, you know. Yeah, you were like, this drop, is that's a drop doing. the mic and a drop the something else moment. But you know, this is a family show. We're gonna keep that clean. <laughs> mm. <laughs> that was a good one. I I I, I like that. I want to hear. I actually want to hear from David on this question also. So ask David the same question. Well, you don't have to re-ask it. Um, oh yeah. I have, I have two, and so one of them is going to be seemingly self-serving, but the other one. Um, so the first one is May third, nineteen ninety-six, about seven thirty-five p.m. Uh, my first son was born, and Aww. it just changed my life. So everything up to that moment was all about me. People would tell me, you're, you're just completely selfish. And they were right. And you know whatever I did had my own agenda on it. And since that day, there hasn't been a decision made in my life that he wasn't included in, at least from a consideration standpoint, because now I make decisions as a father versus as anything else. And I've had two more children since. And so now they're all part of that decision-making factor. But May 3rd, 1996, 7.35 p.m., on or about, I became a dad. And that changed my perspective on everything. Um, the self-serving perspective, um, I'm just going to I'm gonna go there with Caleb. Uh, and it involves you, Alana. I'm a mic drop moment. Um, mm. I think me, you, and another one of our friends had went out to um, have some drinks. And we were hanging out and so forth. And this is before you and I got involved. And I think mm -hmm. a couple days later, I called you. And I was like, look, we've been friends a long time. And I want to always maintain our friendship. But I got a couple screws I need to tighten up in my life. But when they do, I'm going to holler at you. And it's for mm -hmm. you. And I need you to know that. And, and you were like, um, all right, we'll do that. And, and that was it. And so, you know, about a month later, I, I hollered at her. And, and, you know, things picked up from there. So I wanted to make sure that she knew that, yeah, we've been friends. And we have chopped it up a long time. But um, I got intentions with you in mind, and I need you to know that because I don't want you to think I'm just coming at you with some BS. So, yeah, you put her on notice, man. I like that. Yeah, like he definitely that. did. You dropped that mic, baby. You did. Mm -hmm. All right. So, I guess it's my turn. 
So for this one also, we'll hear from both of you guys. I wanna know what your absolute most favorite childhood memory is. Favorite childhood memory. Um, I'll go. Okay. Uh, 1978, 79 maybe. Um, it was me and my mom. We lived in a suburb of uh, Chicago called Tenley Park. Uh, we were the only black people within maybe a 15 mile radius. Again, suburb mm. of Chicago and so forth. We didn't have a lot of money. My mom would call it uh, working class. I called us broke. Um, but uh, I don't know how she found out, but one day she came home with a uh, green machine. And uh, for those of you unfamiliar, it's a, like a big wheel, but instead of a steering wheel, it has adjustable, it has like gear shifts that you can turn yeah. and so forth. Mm -hmm, and I was like, mm -hmm. what did I do? Why, why, why did I get this? I was super happy. I was like, why did I get this? And she's like, because I heard they came out and I wanted my baby to be the first one on the block to get one. Aww. And, uh, I was like, oh, That's so beautiful. Fast forward to about 2007, 2008. Um, walking through uh, every once in a while with uh, my oldest, the one I talked about before, we would just go peruse Toys R Us to see what's new and interesting. Uh, and sure enough, they re-released the green machine. So he got one. And because I wanted to be the first kid on his block to have one. And then, I love okay. it. And then in uh, 2012 or so, I'm hitting Toys R Us again. And what do they have? Another release green, green machine. Green. So I bought two more because I wanted my other two boys to be the first on the block to have it. So nice. I one of the awesome. memories that keeps on giving. Um, but it was the green machine. Oh, I love it. That's good. That was good. That was good. What about you, Caleb? On my block, we didn't have no green machines. We had ran down <laughs> bicycles right, that we found on the side of the road. Right? <laughs> our neighbors, uh, we use our neighbors' uh, tools to to piece together bicycles. So our bicycles had big wheels on the front, small wheels on the back. Uh, they were mismatched. Now, um, favorite childhood memory. Uh, my wife tells me all the time, she asked me this question a lot. And um, um, she says, you don't remember anything about your childhood. And so it's a challenge, but I do know when I was about seven years old, um, my father and I traveled, uh, he and I jumped on a plane and we traveled to Louisiana. And um, we probably flew into to Texas and then drove to Louisiana. But that was my first time that ever had like um, solo isolated time with my dad, right? And mm -hmm. I'm the baby of 10, I'm the baby boy. Mm -hmm. and, oh, wow. um, and so, you know, I always felt like I was, cheated because he never you know he never had time for me right he was working and trying to provide for 10 kids right and so yeah. um for us to jump on a plane for us to spend that time together was really special you know another um another childhood memory you know just you know these days kids have you know game systems these days kids have unlimited movies and videos um, that was never the case for us. We just enjoyed yeah. just kind of hanging out in the front yard, um, turning on the, the, the broken water, the, water hose, right? And waiting yeah. each other and running, right? And so we had real simple stuff. Um, me and Dave, we used, to, um, we used to walk through the projects and, you know, some of the best, the best times was 
when we were in middle school at McClay Junior High, for those on the 818, um, when we used to walk through the, through the projects and we would, we would like say, I wish someone would, right? But we, these young <laughs> kids, we, these young kids walking through the projects and don't live in the projects, right? Right, right. Um, but, um, you know, just having those memories walking, walking through the neighborhood, I still love Pacoima. You know, I wouldn't live there right now, but I'd still love Pacoima because that's where my roots are. And uh, yeah. um, that's, I give love to I give love to uh, the nine one three three one and the eight one eight because uh, it really made me the man that I am today. That's good. 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 Um. So I'm confused. Okay, here we go. Uh, what is your biggest doubt that you have? What's your biggest doubt that you have? Whether it's doubt. Yeah, what's 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 the biggest doubt you have? Yeah. Or do you do you have any doubts? Or do you have any doubts? Right. Yeah, I have some doubts. Um, yeah. I'm not sure when I'm going. Look, listen. Um, Dave is 50, but mm -hmm. I think Dave got about 10, 12 more years to to put in some work. But I plan mm. on I plan on jumping from the workforce in the next five, three to five years. So I have I have some doubts in regards to whether or not I'm ready, right? I've been mm. a, I've been in my uh, career for 22 years. I'm trying to get to 25. My wife don't want me to get to 26, right? I, maybe I'll get to 28. It depends, right? But I spent um, I spent 24 years in the military, and I feel like okay, I got that pension. I got the pension from my current from my current employer. But um, what is what is life going to look like after um, I'm not getting? that salary that I'm getting yeah. on, right? And so um, I think anyone that is looking at retirement, um, they, they, they might have some doubts. Now we have some additional plans lined up, um, but those plans aren't, aren't really supposed to take, take foot into, take root until um, I'm, I'm no longer doing what I'm doing. And so um, there's some doubts in regards to whether or not we're ready Thank God, my wife is a, also a uh, working professional, and we could lean on each other or lean on that if pensions don't work, things doesn't work out as planned. Um, but yeah, that's some doubt around money. Mm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm prepared to be um, to be challenged on this by one of you or anybody who watches this. But you know, I'm a little too confident to entertain doubts. Um, Retirement, no, I'm for me, retirement for me, because I, I don't disagree with your statement, Kayla, but I, I want to work until I'm 65 and like looking forward to it. Um, and because I have plans that I, I need to be there to make those things happen. Um, things that I want to do when I'm 65 career wise, it would be hard to do at 50 just because to do them, you got to just have a little bit more seasoning under your belt. Um, I'm looking forward to that, but yeah, I ride a certain degree of confidence and I feel yes, like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm good. So as far as a doubt goes, you know, my kids ask me all the time, what's the one thing that scares me or does anything scare me? And I look them at each in the eye and I say them, right? Because um, it's about them. So if something happens yeah. to my kids, that would, that would scare me. If something yeah. caused their future to be in jeopardy, that would scare me. It wouldn't end yeah. up because you still got to do what you got to do. But, mm -hmm. um, 
I focus my time around them. So that if there was a doubt to exist, it would have to be surrounding them. Um, really? My ability to make things happen for them. But I don't have oh, any fear on right now. I like I'm working when I'm 65, I've done something wrong. But, you know, mm -hmm. that's just. <laughs> <laughs> well, you sound like you put in a lot of work, Kayla, so. I still, yeah. put, in, I still yeah. put in work. You can take that how you want. <laughs> Ooh, see, you know, we thought this was a family show, didn't we? You been drinking? Pretty fair, pretty fair. Oh, all right. Um, before we move into the love segment of the questions, there are a couple more questions that we do want to ask, and this is something I do want to know. Um, and I want to know this, I want you to answer this question, but I also want to tell me why. You just tell me why. So, who in your life, you know, family, uh, friend, you know, somebody that's just out there in the world, media, whatever, um, who in your life has completely lost your respect and why? Respect is very big for men, so why? Wow, okay, give me a second. You know, I'll just put it like this. You, me, we, everybody else, we're like fig trees, right? And in order for a fig tree to properly grow, you gotta prune it. And sometimes pruning it, you gotta take it down to the nuts. Right. I mean, yeah. Really got to, yeah. you know, if you're just trying to trim it and keep it pretty, then you'll never grow into your full potential. But if you but can the good, it, right. And the good thing about that, Dave, is that is that it's still usable. So it doesn't mean that it, they're dispensable. It doesn't mean that they have to be thrown away. It, it also just means that they just need to be pruned down to, to almost nothing to be able to be able to be very nurturing and very fruitful. So, yeah. So I have an answer for you guys. Okay. Okay. For you ladies, for you ladies. Um, you know, initially as David, you know, kind of pivoted and said, you know, I want to, you know, he wanted to make it more personal. I was thinking, you know, I've repaired most of the relationships that I have in my life. And I, and I was very intentional and deliberate about doing that. Um, and then I thought about that one, right? There's always that one. <laughs> like, always like me, right there, right there. Yeah. Um, there's someone that that did me and my entire military unit wrong, mm. and we were in a war zone, mm. and um, he compromised um, our safety and wow. um, my career. Um, and I'll just say that if I see that person, I hope that I have restraint. But I used to say, if we ever cross paths, it is on on site. Wow. Uh, and uh, I'm talking beat down because right. uh, of how how I felt at that time. Mm -hmm. But you know, as time as time passed, you know, some of those emotions also faded away, um, and. Um, you know, um, I just, I think of, and I think of him now, I, I actually have to question, you know, what was I missing when mm. I held him to such high esteem um, yeah. back then, right? That's good, and that's so, good. <clears throat> maybe I'm at fault as well, right? By, for put, putting myself in that position. Mm. Wow. I think that's a good point. That's good. That's as really, as I really think good. about the, the individual that comes to mind right now, um, for you to absolutely lose respect for a person, you had to, ha to have 
you had to hold them in some esteem prior. And mm -hmm. a lot of times we find ourselves latching on or taking in individuals because of who we see they might be. And yeah. when the only person that was being fooled was us. So we put ourselves on a limb. And yeah. you know, again, names don't need to be mentioned, but you know, I extended every grace to an individual, including letting them stay in my house and letting them drive a car and giving them money and everything to make sure that they could do the things that they needed to do because I believed in them and their progress. And all it ended up was, you know, a damaged car, missing materials and money, and yeah. hearing from the grapevine of how the whole environment was bad. And all I wanted to do was change that person and wouldn't oh. it be them. And it was like, I don't think it ever went to where you took it, Caleb, like one day see you again and it's gonna be too soon. But it definitely let me know that the only fool in this equation was me. And yeah. I saw, he never presented anything different. I just believed in something for him that he didn't believe in for himself. And, wow. and, was, in, and was played because of it. And, and that ended it. So I've never seen him again. We've never had any conversation. Um, and up until this moment, I hadn't even thought about him. And he'll be dismissed just as fast. Oh, wow. Wow, wow, wow. <clears throat> That was deep. Right. Both of you, both of you, both of you. Great, great answers. Great answers. Absolutely. Um, is it my turn? Yes. Yeah. Um, good question. Here's a good question. What movie did you wish your life was more like, and why? I'm gonna say Pursuit of Happiness. Okay. I love it. Um, All right. uh, Will Smith and his son Jaden uh, when he was yeah. just a little boy. And not because I want to be broken, despondent, and living in a subway. Not of a issue. Not of a But <laughs> his resolve. And he was, it was a, an autobiography, not all, it was a biopic about, I can't even think of the guy's name now, but who actually turned his entire life situation around to become something better uh, for him, yeah. for, his son, for his son, and so forth and so on. You know, Caleb, we from the 818, man, and we knew what it was like to grow up lacking, right? When we look back on it, right? Growing up, it just was what it was, right? And we didn't think of it as we're just broken, we're just poor, or we can't have this, we can't have that. We appreciated the ability to just be able to hang out with one another and do what we did. And so as a parent, when I look at scenarios like that and compare it to even like pursuit of happiness, you know, we our kids are resilient and they can pretty much deal through anything as long as they have the love with their parents and, yeah. and we can guide and push them in a the direction that they need I to go understand that. nobody's talking to you uh, uh. So, um so pursue happiness I, I i really love their resolve and the resiliency of that character and what they did to uh improve their state of life and ultimately turn it into a great success and what I know about you, David, and what I've seen about you, David, is that you really love your children, all three of the boys. And you have been there, you're like, no matter what, this is what we're doing, no matter what. So I can understand why you picked that. I understand why you picked that movie as, a, a, you know, something that you would not mind mirroring just for the fight of your children, the fight of your family. And my, not only that, but fight of you, who you are, too. So that's good. Caleb, what about you? I don't know. Terminator, Roger Rabbit. Um, <laughs> I, um, uh, why Roger really... Rabbit? Why Roger Rabbit? Tell me why. Roger, Roger Rabbit? Jessica, you seen that dress? <laughs> you didn't see who he got? <laughs> um, 
That's funny. I, um, <laughs> I don't know if I've ever looked at a character and said, I, will, I, want, I would love to have that life. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I just don't look at life that way, right? Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't wish upon a star and I try to make things happen. Right. And I, I've um, I feel like I've done a good job of of owning that my entire life. Um, but I will say that, um, you know, I had a conversation with um, my supervisor, my supervisor. She texts me, you know, happy birthday, happy belated birthday. And I said, you know, I'm just blessed to be alive. Because mm-hmm. I know mm-hmm. I was going to make it mm-hmm. out those streets. Right. Yeah. Um, and in. And, and, a lot of people don't know. In Pocoma, you had Bloods on one side and Crips on the other side, right? You had the essays, yeah. and then you and then you had the essays as well, right? Exactly. Um, and um, you know, for me to to for me to make it out of Pocoma uh, or graduate from San Fernando High, and then for me to make it in the military and for me to deploy, and I and I know I've said all these things before. I just feel blessed, and I don't I don't look at my life and I don't look at other people's life and, and say, I wish I had that. Now I do yeah. wish that I had more, but I'm not looking at them. Um, I'm not looking at them as measuring, as a measuring stick. That's awesome. And I'm reminded of a commercial back in the in the seventies with uh, Sugar Ray Leonard it was a seven up commercial and had his son and they were just, he was had him sparring in the ring. And like some neighborhood boys came around and was like, oh, that's the champ. There's a champ. Oh, there's a champ. And he looked at him. He says, nah, that's just my dad. Right? Mm-hmm. So when I look at Caleb, that's what I think. People see him mm-hmm. in the eye of just his reverence because of what he's been able to accomplish. And mm-hmm. I think he's like, nah, that's, that's just my boy. That's just Caleb. He, he ain't nobody special. Right? <laughs> but he's special, but I look at it through those eyes because I, yeah. I see the humility. Yeah. I see where he's coming Yeah, that lens is different for you. That's awesome. That's awesome. Aww. It's beautiful to see Black brothers who stand for each other, who will uplift each other, who will be accountable to each other. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful thing. It's, not, it's, it's sad that it's rare, but it's great to see. So. And it's really, you truly are... Um, a picture and an illustration of that whole iron sharpens iron, you know, because yeah, we both have true. reached a, a level of success, um, you know, high level of success, both of you. And it just, it just shows that what somebody like a person like that being in the, the other's life can do. So that's and something for us to aim for. Right. Exactly. And you guys are, you said your 19th, is your 19th video or 19th podcast? 19th episode. Yeah. Exactly. So my thing is, you guys are still evolving. There's still some things that you guys are still evolving together, which is great. I want to be just like that, Yolanda. Write this down. We are. Write it down. Write it down. Write it down. Um, All right. So let's let's talk about the ladies, shall we? The ladies. Y'all afraid? Y'all a little bit? I'm grown. grown. Go ahead. So what is the sexiest thing about a woman? Look at, look at if you have to say more than one, then by all means, okay. But what is this like, ooh, like, ooh, like got to my, my, my. Let me take care of this real quick. <laughs> Her confidence. Ah, confidence is key. For me, a woman's confidence. 
uh, with in whatever skin she's in, whether or not she's in the in the banging dress or she's getting out of the shower or whatever. <coughs> Um, she, uh, been working in the, in, in the yard all day. Um, whether, and y'all know my wife, uh, my wife is in the military, whether, whether she's hot and sweaty from being in the field or, or something else, you know, I think a woman's confidence, no matter what, no matter what my, my hair is, my hair is messed up. My nails are messed up. I'm still sexy as beep. Right. And so, um, I, th for me, I think a woman's confidence is probably, the hottest thing for me, Dave. Um, second, that I was, I was actually just going to say um, her mind because you can be, you know, fly on every scale of aesthetic beauty, and if you don't have anything to say or everything out your mouth is just, you know, I feel like I'm losing brain points even having a conversation <laughs> with you. Like <laughs> you can kick rocks, you can keep it pushing because you know at this point I, I need to be stimulated. And, and it's not it's, it's not a physical stimulation it's mm -hmm. i need to be able to have a conversation i need to be able to i need you to be able to code switch yeah playing dominoes or spades you know we can talk trash we can do this and that and the other if i have a corporate right. person at work i need you know i need you to be able to fit in i need i need a person mm -hmm. that can work on those mm -hmm. levels with me now i'm yeah. Right. So I wasn't always at 20. I was a different person. 30. I was, I was the same person, but mentally I've just grown. And so mm -hmm. I need something that's grown mentally as well. Um, yeah. so mind is the most important thing for me. But since we on the subject, some sexy lips do it for me every time. Mm, and, do they? Sexy <laughs> lips. She said, sexy she said do they? Sexy lips. You want yeah. to just do that. Yeah. Now, if if y'all ask, if y'all ask, what will catch my attention from across the room? That's a whole different. What is it? This a whole different that question. That was our next question. What will catch your attention from across the room? It's probably the backside. It's probably the backside. Mm -hmm. Some eyes, some hips. Brothers love booty. Brothers love booty. Yeah. Yeah. We do. No yeah. doubt. All right, baby. You already know. You already know. I thought those were great answers. Great, great answers. And here's another question, a follow-up question. What is your biggest turnoff? Same thing. I don't like ignorance, right? Turn off. Okay. People ask me all the time, you know, what are you allergic to? Stupid people, right? I don't I don't like ignorance <laughs> at all. And, and all ignorance right. is the okay. wrong word because Ignorance is just something you don't know, right? Mm -hmm. so political yeah. We're all ignorant about something. I don't like sure. I don't like dumb people. I don't like people that just can't hold a conversation or, you know, if you even mention, you know, a political conversation, I don't want to talk about that. Da, da, da. Mm -hmm. um, why? That, that affects you. Um, if mm -hmm. the election's coming up, hey, are you going to vote? Nope. Ugh. Yeah. They still make yeah. you. You're like yeah. a beta max. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. a person who's not socially conscious enough to recognize their environment is a huge turnoff. And, and I don't need you to be social activist, Angela Davis, fist up, huge. Right. I don't need that. Um, but I do need somebody who recognizes the value that their life has and what impact yeah. they have socially. Sure. Absolutely. I love that. All right. <laughs> I think for me, um, if if a if if a woman is not socially conscious about like 
little like like minor things like um face, facial expressions like if 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 the conversation has reached its end and I'm like mm. right mm-hmm. I, need, I need I need her to to pick up I need her to get that cue right mm. I also um I also would say like turn off and I have a lot of biases right and I don't know and, I, and I'm kind of I'm, I'm thinking that I'm about to group some of my biases with with the uh, turnoffs but um a woman that is that like speaks negative about their children like in public mm-hmm. or, or family members right um mm-hmm. those things are are biases but those things would definitely you know David and I we could we could, uh, I could easily flip it and say, uh, someone that lacks confidence, someone that is, um, um, that is, uh, always second guessing themselves, right? That's, 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 that's a turn off, right? But there's, there's a number of them. There's a number of them. Um, yeah. that, but if you ask me from across the room, what would, what would make you walk in the other direction, right? You know, that's a what? different question. <laughs> Okay. What's that? Exactly. Oh, what, what is that? What is that? Okay. <laughs> no backside. What's, what's making you walk? What's what's making you do an about face, Caleb? Oh man. <laughs> oh man, I'm gonna get myself in some trouble here, man. You know, we got we got we got the viewers of all walks of life. Sizes, <laughs> uh, good feet, uh-huh. feet, right? Uh, pedicures and manicures and. <laughs> Uh, you know, no backside and bad, oh. hair, bad hair. You know all those. Oh, I mean, you got a lot of laundry list. <laughs> yeah. I understand it. I get it. I get it. I get it. Well, men are very visual. We do know that. Very, very visual creatures. But okay, we're gonna move because this is. This is something that me um, and David have talked about. Uh, I know that Tonya and I have talked about it a little bit also. Um, love language, right? That is important in a relationship, I think, to, to, to find out or to know what your partner's love language is. Because I know for me, that's a way in which I can make sure that they're happy, make sure that they're pleased, you know. I just want to put a smile on his face because he has these most amazing dimples. Oh, goodness. Yes, he does. Um, so, yeah. So, love language is, is big and it's important. So, how important is learning your significant other's love language to you? Um, how important is it for, for, for me to um, know um, my, my girl's love language? Um, yeah, I think it's important for me to know it, right? Yeah. Um, but here y'all go, man. Y'all about to get me in some damn trouble. <laughs> uh oh. We don't want to get you in trouble. Get your life. Uh, get your I'm life. I'm gonna do it. Um, I gotta always be true to me, and I think that you know, um, anyone that has ever been in a relationship with me, they know. Um, like right now, we in this entanglement, right? And we're in this relationship <laughs> with each other, right? And so. Um, I'm going to have to be true to me. And, um, if, if the love language is in conflict with how, with where where I'm at, with my mood, then I'm not going to, I'm not going to act outside myself. Something that my (laughs) wife always remind me and, um, and, uh, we talk about often is, um, 
you know, happiness really comes from within, right? Mm-hmm. And it's not something that I, I can't make her happy and, and I'm not going to make her happy. She's not going to make me happy together. We can be happy, right? Mm-hmm. And so I think it's important to understand love languages, right? And I also think it's important to um, to, to do all those mm-hmm. things and, and to highlight those things that your spouse um, would uh, really speaks to your spouse, right? right? But um, um, like I said, I, I, I got to be true to me at all times. And um, I think, you know, after 10 years of marriage, my wife, my wife understands that. And I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at that answer, uh, Caleb. Um, I feel like after 10 years, or like for me, it's been 13 years that we should have learned something by then. It's really crazy because I feel like all five are mine. <laughs> I know. I'm not lying. But, I want them all. But I, I want them all. And I'm being greedy, but that's just what it is. I'm an only child and work with me. Anyways, but no, I'm not mad at what you're saying because you do have to think about yourself, especially if it has not uh, 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 been affirmed in your relationship. And I think that that's when we give our partner a chance to understand where we are and this is what I like and this is what I want and this is what I, I, I would like to expect. I don't expect you to do it like this. I expect, I have to give you patience. Just like you need to give me patience, but I'm not mad at the answer. I'm not mad at the answer at all. At all. And a lot of times it doesn't take grandiose gestures in no. either of those, right? Sometimes it's just very subtle and small things that yeah. just speak yeah. volumes. So. Yeah. So, so, so even though all, I feel like all five are mine, not everyone is like at top 10. Some are like, hey, a little bit of that, a little bit of that, a big bit of piece of that, and a big piece of that, and a small piece of that. You know what I'm saying? So I get that. David? See, I look at love languages more in a reciprocal fashion because um, I'm not mad at you when you say, Tonya, that they're all your, your you speak all those languages. I feel like I'm radio. What that says to what that says to the person that's with you is, I need to know when to use which one mm. for what situation, and they're all at my disposal. That's good, right? brother. So when I look at love languages. And, and again, co-signing with you, Caleb, about being true to myself. Um, if my girl's love language is physical touch, um, that's a bad example. If my word, girl's love language is words of affirmation, right? Mm-hmm. And it's not. But if it was, right? And I'm not a person who needs to be affirmed, then it's not normal for me to use affirmation to get to I something agree. else. And so I'm like, what do you mean I don't love you? I buy you all kind of stuff. Right. Like, I've never asked mm-hmm. to be bossed up. I just need to know that you're appreciating, right? And that's not normal. Mm-hmm. So I think yeah. as we look at uh, love languages, we need to understand that it's not what we're able to do, but what the other person's able to receive. Exactly. That's that. good. That's good. I applaud. I applaud you guys both for what you guys just said. Yes. Yes. Well, I know the time is winding, so we're going to have to kind of cut a few things. We'll, we'll Let me ask- find me a good one. Okay, go ahead. Well, you go ahead and find you a good one. Um, I, I wanted because you know this is brothers from the eight one eight. So we talked a little bit about you know women and all of that. Um, but I do want to go back to the the aspect of being um this amazing black man that each of you are, right? Um, so what I do want to ask is um, and I'm going to eleven poop. Um, how does your definition of a real man differ from the mainstream? stereotype of a real man. 
or does it? I don't, I don't know what the mainstream stereotype definition is. No, I don't know what the mainstream, I just, I think, well, mainstream is masculinity. I think it's very uh, black and white. Men should, you know, be the provider. Men should be tough. Men should, you know, there's just a, a mold that society has for men, period. Provider, yeah. I'll go priest, provider, protector. I think that I, I think I've, I, um, I embody some of those mainstream uh, stereotypes then. Um, okay. Think, um, um, but I also feel like, you know, if, if you ask me, when did I become a man? Um, I would have been, I, I, I was struggling with, with, I would struggle with that, you know? Um, oh. I, I feel like, you know, I joined the military when I was 17. I wasn't a man at 17, right? I had my first child when I was 21. I don't, I don't feel like I did very manly like things um, when I was 21. Um, and so I think that, you know, the man that I am today, I really didn't embrace or start embracing and building on that person until I was in my thirties, until I started doing things a little bit differently. Right. And so I think a man is, is, is be a lot of the stereotypical things, but also, you know, um, hopefully, um, a, not in, in addition to being a provider, hopefully someone of high character, someone that sure. honor, someone that um, is accountable and uh, responsible and, you know, and, and, and thinks of themselves as a leader, not just, um, not just of themselves, but um, for their family and for their children. And, you know, I think about um, mentoring and developing um, um, and molding my children in, in, in ways that um, that I didn't didn't have when I was a child, right, or when I was coming up, um, and so I think of I think of being a man and is 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 it's just like a a, a gumble pot of of goodness, you know, um, and there's a there's there's certain aspects that um, I think that I I I wear with pride, and there's some other things that I might. Um, you know, I'm a very, I'm a Leo, so I'm an emotional cat, but most people mm. won't ever see that, right? Mm. Uh, but I'm, um, um, but I, but I am, I am emotional and I'm, and I'm all, also a thinker and I'm also very conscious, right? And I think that a, a man should be all those things. And so mm -hmm. I, I hopefully that, hopefully that, that's a, uh, gets David's juice thinking. I mean, moving. Yeah. Um, priest, provider, protector. I own all that that I think I love it. just I love it. given. Um, I think growing up, we were taught to think with the tool between our legs um, mm. and, the, and the development of our muscles, all of them. And so yeah. if you could develop a sexual bravado and you could be strong and you could be confront confrontational, that defines your manhood. And it took 30 years for me to realize that. It took another 10 years for me to shake it. Mm. Right? Um, Today, manhood is defined by one word, and it's accountability, right? Um, whatever you are, own it, and, and, and strive to be better tomorrow than you were today. Awesome, awesome, I love that. What I do want to ask you both is, what would you, as now this new 
50-year-old man and this 40-year-old man. You both have just had birthdays. Again, happy birthday. 49. Old man and a young 49. man. Go ahead. 49. 49. All right. So what would you, 49-year-old Caleb and 50-year-old David, tell 18-year-old Caleb and 18-year-old David? I would tell him to sit his behind down. Right? <laughs> <laughs> um, and, 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 and slow down in life. Um, it's not what you think. Now, the yeah. proof is, I had a 50-year-old David around me mm. told me that. I just didn't listen. Mm. I'm not going to play the role, oh, I wish there was somebody to give me that wisdom. No, there were people right. around that tried. But yeah. when I was 18, I was a man. At least I thought I was then, right? And when I was 25, yeah. I realized, okay, at 18, I didn't know nothing, but now I'm a man. And when I turned 30, I realized that at 25, I didn't know nothing, but now I'm a man. And then I saw yeah. that, right? So it wasn't that people weren't telling me. It was just that I had to learn the hard way. Yes, 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 yes. I got it. I would, tell, I would tell my younger self to not only just slow down, be accountable. You know, um, I'm, in, I'm in a, um, I'm in a, I lead a, a parenting group. And often when I talk about um, um, mistakes that I've made in that group. I'm also talking about um, lives that I impacted, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and I and and what I what I share when I'm on on the topic of accountability is is really, you know, some of the relationships and some of the women that I dated, their only fault was that they fell in love with me, who wasn't committed <laughs> to to that relationship with them, right? And so I, I, there's a lot of regret that I have in regards to my actions and how, um, and how reckless I was with the with the trust and the love from people who put it on, in me, right, on me. Mm -hmm. um, and um, and you know, often I think of of you know potential damage that that may have calls in other relationships right mm -hmm. um, and um me wasting people's time right by not yeah. really, uh being committed to them but i might i might be taking y'all down a path that y'all wasn't even ready to go and so i'm going no, to back off okay. and say that was fun. That was fun. Maybe and maybe I maybe I'm stepping out. Um, but uh, digital underground time frame, Dave. Uh, that's the group. That's the singing group, right? Digital yeah. underground. Yeah. Oh, you gonna, uh, come on, we're gonna have to hit you over the head. Yeah, she knows. <laughs> okay. So I do. Yeah. All right. So you ask the uh, very oh, last, last question. question. Yeah. Last on the list. Oh, the very last. One. Okay, I had a different one. Okay, no worries. Uh, what does friendship mean to you? Um, loyalty. Loyalty. Caleb and I have been best friends for, you know, we're in our 38th year. Um, never questioned his loyalty. And, and all of them years, I mean, I, I, there, was, there was a two-year period in there where things were a little rocky. Um, and it was a it, w it wasn't a fight to keep it together it was a dedication to not let it fall right and it's just where i was cool. where he was in different directions we were going but i'm thankful for those years because it's you know those years made us stronger even today but yeah. the loyalty 
is real. And, and I just shared this on a previous episode, but you know, it's worth sharing again. Someone asked me once, you know, who do you call if something happens? And mm. I was like, well, you know, call this person, call that person, call Caleb. Um, you know, these are all people who will bind together and pray with us and blah, blah, blah. They're like, no, 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 no. Something really goes down. I was like, oh, that list. All right. We'll call this person, that person to call Caleb because these are the people that will knock somebody out if they have to. And, and same, same people, right? So yeah. if you're, I don't have a lot of friends, right? Because I demand a lot of my friends. I know a whole lot of people. I know a lot of people I'm friendly with and associates and so forth and so on. But people who are that close in my life, I demand loyalty. And so, That's good. That's good. That's good. Loyalty. What about you, Caleb? Um, I, I, you know, I'll say loyalty uh, just to um, to give David the nod, right? But um, I'm also going to I'm also going to say honor, right? Because mm. I want to not only um, honor the man, but honor the relationship too. You know, mm. um, you don't get you don't get to 10 years, 20 years, yeah. 30 years without going through some things, right? I agree. And, um, together, you know, um, we grew, um, we grew each year as each year passed, right? And um, when I, if, if Dave and I um, beefed um, tomorrow, you know, I think um, that, that, I would have to look at the man the, of like, I don't understand how people could be lifelong friends and then, and then like turn it off. Like, Oh, that's it. I'm, I'm not going to ever talk to them anymore. Right. Yeah. I don't, I, I could, there's, there's a couple things, right. There's a couple things, but um, I think that you would have to, to probably pause long. David and I would have to pause long and really have a, have a conversation with ourselves and then have a conversation together and talk about, you know, the, the, the road that we've traveled. And if nothing else, we have to honor each other individually and then the relationship with that we built. That's good. That's good. I think that what you guys have, like what Elana mentioned earlier, is that it's a testament to iron sharp as iron. And so it's good to see, it's good to know that in this lifetime that we're living in, that it is very prevalent in, in the life that we can see. We can actually see. I can say, listen, you know, I have a son. I can say, Dylan, let me just tell you about Uncle David and, 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 and Caleb and what they're, what's going on with them and how they've been around for. This is a great thing to see because at the end of the day, we need each other. And God didn't put us on, our, on this earth for us to be alone. It's for us to be able to congregate, for us to be able to fellowship and be able to have friendship and loyalty like you guys do so. Matter of respect, y'all got that David Jonathan type of brotherhood. You do. That's good. That's good, Yolanda. Yes, very, very, very good. good. Absolutely. I have enjoyed myself thus far. Great, great, great. Yes. So it would have went a different way if y'all would have went on our our page. I ain't gonna lie. (laughs) (laughs) So the digital underground reference, uh, the song "Do What You Like." um, It reached a point where it says, "You've now reached the three and a half minute mark of this song." Radio stations uh-huh. may begin your fade here. For those who like help, we will start your fade for you. And so it's our <laughs> it's our reference to say, wrap this up. We won't switch seats just left. I would love just yet. I would love for you guys to to close us out in whatever special way them brown girls like to do it. But in the eight one eight and brothers from the eight one eight, we always like to hit um, our guests up with a question. 
And um, if you're familiar with the episode, you already know it. And it's it's simple. It's um. So what you listening to? Victoria Monet. The other day, you know, I have a pool, so um, I had a few little just a few because you know it's COVID time. A few people over, and uh, Ilana's niece is here out of town, and she put me on. I was actually barbecuing for a uh, catering job okay. that I had. And uh, I was going back outside to check on the chicken, and I was like, "This song is pretty dope. Like, who is this?" And she was, she was working, she was like working out, and she was like, "Oh, what's her name? Her name is Victoria Monet." When I tell you, I want to say, men, I'm not gonna say it's not so much for you. It is a whole mood for a woman, a whole yes. mood for a woman. Um, it's a great, it's an EP, so it's not very long. Um, it, she has about eight songs, but two of them are, are, um, are interludes. So you really have six songs, really? Every single song I know now, and I've just heard about it on Saturday. Didn't have time to listen to the whole thing on Saturday, obviously, because I was doing things. But it's a great, it's a great, 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 great album. And if you're a Christian, Kiara Sheard's new album is great as well. That's all. Yeah. all right. Very good, honey. Very good. Um, I would say, yeah, Simone just put me on to this Victoria Monet. Um, and then also, I've actually been listening to most recently um, my Valentine's Day mixtape. I'm sorry, I just have. And it's got a variety of artists, but one of my favorite songs on there is Best Part and Enough by Fantasia. And who put you on Enough, though? I feel like I put myself on. Did you? I put you on Enough, yes. I put oh, okay, enough. thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I said you should let David hear this. This reminds me <laughs> of you guys. David, what you listening to? And did you get to that Beyonce yet? Oh, did not get to that yet. It is uh, tops on my next watch list. All of my shows have ended the season, so it's it's next. Um, so mine is uh is threefold. It's a a song, an album, and a movie. So the song is "Nothing Really Matters" by Lauryn Hill and D'Angelo. Yes, um, I think mm-hmm. that's it. Um, I've always loved that song. I love the production because they incorporated finger snaps into it. <laughs> and the finger snaps don't follow one, two, three, four. Like, I mean, next time you listen to it, just listen for the snaps. It goes, yeah, sometimes it's one, two, sometimes it's one, three, four. And you better know your music, boy. Yeah, you better know your music. You gotta, you gotta find them <laughs> patterns. Um, that took me back to Miss Education Lauren Hill to this yeah. day one of the finest cross-pop R&B albums ever. Um, I agree, so I, I pulled agree. that up, which took me back to, is it Sister Act or Sister Act 2? Sister uh, Act 2. Sister Act 2, oh, Lauren was in it, and and she had, she showed the melodious pipes at the end. She was just a young uh-huh. And so, though I just been on the Lauren Hill kick. I just, uh, I think she was one of those stars that shot super high, super quick. And yeah. And then you know life hit, and but uh, yeah. she she changed the generation with that miseducation. I'm not mad at none of that. I'm not mad at none of that. Yeah, I'm gonna tell Jill Scott that you're cheating on her, man. I'm, man. Gonna, I'm gonna let her know. First of all, Jill Scott, you know we already didn't have that conversation. Never cheat on. I can I can sing just like Jill, right, baby? <laughs> yes, you can. But, <laughs> the House of Blues, she sang to me, uh, you know, and. 
you know, I've never forgotten that. Yeah, she sang to me. She looked me in my eye. And, he swears this guy sang to him. Yeah, and I'm stuck there. She did. Yeah. Yeah. Did you have clothes on? Okay, go ahead. <laughs> At the house of yes, I did. Yes, I, <laughs> yes, I did. I don't know what y'all. I don't. I don't know what. <laughs> I'm sorry. I mentioned Jill Scott. This is what I'm listening to. I'm listening to some dope, faded pictures. Um, oh, oh that's a good one. Right. I'm listening yeah. to uh, No One Else Comes Close. Right. I'm listening mm -hmm. to some 112 this week. Oh, good. Um, yeah, yeah, I listened to some music, Soul Child, and some Anthony Hamilton. My so yeah. girl, so you more early 2000s, Caleb. I see you in the early 2000s. I like you. Okay. I, okay. I, I, I create the uh, like little um, playlist, and that all that is off of my um, R&B that I love. Right. Or late 90s. That's like late 90s, early 2000s. Some of that 112 and all that. That jacket. Actually, Caleb. Caleb. That jacket also cost me too. Mm. I have a whole playlist of of, of of music for y'all. Like he has a good, he has a good amount of of songs. I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's it. It's just that one eye. But other than that, it's great. <laughs> the one eye just kind of goes lost. Well, I have my one piece to the music selection. Um, so again, you guys know I just had my birthday and. My oldest yeah. son is feeding my vinyl need right now. So he yeah. um, he finally got me uh, Damn, the uh, Kendrick Lamar um, album. Um, oh, the remix. Yes. So it's good. I don't know how many of you know, how many of you know, but he released Damn and it was in order, one through 15. And then he released mm -hmm. the second Damn that was reversed. And oh, actually, reverse is the way you're supposed to listen to. Oh, Not, it doesn't reverse okay. the songs, it reverses the order. Oh, okay. oh in reverse okay. order, the album makes a whole lot more sense. So, but as a second gift, he gave me the song that introduced he and I to hip hop together. So I've been in hip hop all my life, but as him growing up, he really wasn't into it. The song that brought us into it was Scenario. Now, here's why I've been. Mm, I like this song. So an album is 12 inches. Yeah. Scenario came on a 45. Mm. Right? Oh. So he gives me this 45. He's like, Dad, I don't know if you're going to be able to play this. It's a mini album. And I don't know. <laughs> <if that makes sense. laughs> a mini album. Like, oh, bless your heart. I was like, well, an album is 33. This is a 45. This is what happens when you do one song on a record. He was like, oh, right. okay, good. I didn't make a mistake. So um, oh, that's nice. the scenario was part of the, uh, the uh, repertoire this week as well. Got to throw that. Nice. Out. That's cool. We are uh, Jim Brown girls. Um, yes. You know, we before we came with a lot of comedy, Eli and I, we, we don't even really kind of set things up. We just kind of go and see what happens. And we kind of let, let it, let the edits work, work, work its way out. But we are Jim Brown girls. We are uh, one, we are two women. Both of our last names are Brown. I am right. born into a Brown and she is born into a Brown. And so mm -hmm. we kind of became that way. And we, and we are brown. brown. Exactly. And we are brown. Yes, exactly. And we are brown. But we're going to celebrate a lot of brown ladies. Uh, we have decided to, that we're, that's what we're going to do. Um, so not only just black, but even Hispanic, you know, uh, even right. you know, some ladies who have done some great things in society. And so we are actually relaunching ourselves um, mm -hmm. September 30th, which is Wednesday, September 30th. 
you will see us. We will um, actually let, uh, uh, hopefully, prayerfully, David and Caleb will allow um, us to, or allow themselves to promote us and let you guys know what's going on and what time we're going to be airing. But we are excited to uh, bring you guys content, um, speaking about what women uh, go through and what we talk right. about. Right. Right. So it's going to be a real lifestyle blog. So there'll be a few segments and it'll be very basically almost the same type of segment each week, but different topics. Um, So I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to a new twist. You know, our lives have changed in the last three years. And so there's a lot to talk about. There's a lot to discuss and a lot of women to uplift. And so that's what we are all about, uplifting so if women. If you're looking for us, it's D-E-M, like them, but D as in dog, E-M, and then Brown, and then Girls with an S at the end. And you'll be able to find us on Instagram. You'll be able to find us on Facebook, uh, you, Facebook Twitter. You'll be able to find us on Twitter and YouTube. So. Thank you guys for allowing us to take over. It was fun. Yeah. Very, very, very innovative. I thought I learned I learned a lot about who you guys are. Um, David. Um, I mean Caleb, I just met you not too long ago, but David, it's good to know even you even more deeper. Uh Caleb, I look forward to knowing more about you throughout the years. We'll be sister and brother type of Absolutely, yes, ma'am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I appreciate it. Guys, we would love to do that. We'd also love to do some joint projects, you know. Absolutely. Um, that, you know, Absolutely. the communication and the collaboration. Yeah. And as we uh, move forward, you know, there's a lot of opportunities for panels, especially as yeah. we get closer to the election. Um, yeah. You know, bring yeah. in a male-female panel of perspective just to say, hey, you know, what's, what does this look like? Um, we're not here to be um, socially famous. We're here to, we're here to be socially conscious. Um, Not even in an activist standpoint, but just to respond to the needs of what's going on in the world today. Good, good. I applaud you guys. I I, I think that this was an excellent time. I don't feel um, any, I I have nothing but happy, happy, joy, joy feelings about what we talked about tonight. And um, I look forward to getting some feedback from our community. Awesome. Yeah, I'm just glad that um, y'all brought the energy. Um, I didn't, like, how could, like, when we started, we wasn't expecting to be thrown, you know, forced through the gauntlet like that, right? And so, you know, I'm, just, I'm just glad that I'm still standing over here and yeah. uh, I survived. You know, you made it. Uh, you know, um, we often talk about um, that we won't, we we couldn't run for politics. You know, um, one reason is because of our history. The other reason is because we're too honest, right? And we ain't going to lie and we, we're going to keep it straight and we're going to keep it real. Yeah. Um, and yeah. so um, it's kind of hard to, it's kind of hard to be a politician and, uh, and, and, and share your, your truths, right? And yeah. uh, reveal who you really are, um, no matter what the audience is. And I try to do that in, in, any, in any form that I'm, that I'm on. And so I just love the fact that how you, your energy that the, the two of you um, bring I love the, awesome. the 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 young relationship that y'all have started, you know. No um, no yeah. And I and I and I just look forward. I look forward to seeing um, the relaunch of them uh, brown girls and yeah. uh, where you guys take it. Thank you, thank you so much. 
We appreciate them brown girls. Hey, um, y'all check them out. That's D-E-M brown girls. Um, they're on YouTube. They're on Instagram. They're on, um, um, what was the other one? On, on Facebook. Um, so, uh, you know, show them some love. They have, they have a history of, 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 of media out there. You can see some of their past work. You can see the evolution of where they're going to take it. Um, we'll definitely be following you guys. Um, and Thank you. We can. Thank you. Um, this has been another uh, episode of Brothers from the 818. In the same vein, uh, we're available on, uh, point to it, point to it. We're available on um, uh, Instagram, on Twitter. We got a little difference. Instagram, we're uh, Brothers from the 818. Twitter, we're 818 Brothers. Um, we're also available on YouTube. You know that because you're watching right now. We're also streaming on nine or 10 streaming channels, including Spotify, Apple Music, Google Play Music, et cetera. So you can check us out anywhere. Um, all we promise you is raw and real. Tonight we had an opportunity yeah. to swap seats with our lovely co-hosts and, yeah. um, and give you some of uh, a perspective that you may not have heard from us before. And we hope that was valuable for you as well. So um, we're gonna sign this off. We're gonna sign this out until next time. Y'all stay positive and stay blessed. Um, again, to Ilana and Antonia, we appreciate you. We thank you for blessing us with your presence tonight. We appreciate you. forward for your uh, episodes kicking back up, and we can yeah. support and watch and join in however we are. Thank you. Thank you. Again. you. I'll be safe, be positive, and peace out. Peace out. Thank you.